0: So a long time ago, I was living in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I had met a girl, and I was making my moves on the girl, then my late mother-in-law got involved, and she said, if you want your hands on my daughter, get the heck out there and go, go get a job. I I, I was just taking my time. I, I was in no hurry. But I got the message, the door slammed, and eventually, I opened another that's what we're talking about today, slamming some doors first before you do something else. It's the daily boost from move.com. the positive boost you need every single day, no matter what gets in the way, even pandemics. And I will admit, like everybody else in the pandemic first started, I was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do now? Wasn't it kind of a crazy time? It was so scary. And it still is in some areas. But you know what? People are coming out of it. People are getting back on track. I was watching. Come with me for a second here. I was watching America's Got Talent last night and I was a little bit confused because there was an entire audience of no social separation and no masks and nobody in the judging panel had any masks or anything on the entire crew wore masks and gloves and everything else but nothing else I was just a little confused so I'm trying to figure out it evidently it's we're back to normal if you're in the audience but if you're backstage you're not I don't know. help me figure this out my name is Scott Smith. I'm the founder and the chief motivating officer here at motivation Big summer coming up, a whole bunch of stuff happening. I'm glad you're going to come along for the ride with me because I don't look at summer. I look at it as a summer project time. I don't look at, at a summer goof off time. Yes, I take some time to chill. I go to the lakes, I go to the beaches, I do go to the mountains, things like that. But I really get excited about the extra time that we have because here's the thing. Most people during the summertime take some time off and disappear. And in Scott Logic land, where I live most of the time, to me, that means, okay, most of the people are not paying attention, which means they're not calling me or emailing me. So therefore, if I go into summer project land, I can get things done. And when everybody returns in September, it's like, well, what'd you do for the summer? Shoo! I'm gone. I've done something brand new. So if you want to, come along for the ride with me this summer as I do that again, something I do every single summer. Oh, on that note, I should say. That my Operation Reinvention summers are something I share with my members at MotivationToMove.com on a special podcast I call Operation Reinvention. And this summer we'll be doing that, start in about a week and a half. And then we'll do live coaching calls, where you'll be invited to join me wherever I happen to be. And we'll talk about how you get what you want wherever you happen to be. And we'll have the Operation Reinvention Facebook group fired up. Not to mention the Daily Nugget, the Daily Click, the regular Daily Boost podcast with no commercials. All the coolness that we do, including the Face Passion program. You should join us. If you want to fire up and make a difference this summer, go to motivationtomove.com and get signed up. So I mentioned my late mother-in-law when I was a uh, a young man living in Fort Lauderdale. I had moved there, and I met a girl really very quickly within a couple of days of living there. She was blonde. She was blue-eyed. she She had a great tan, and she wore a bikini almost all the time, and I... Being a young man from Virginia, 18 years old, I said, that'll do. I'll take it. <laughs> and I did. I said, I'm going to hang out with this girl. I'm going to marry her someday. I tend to do that. I've only dated two women in my adult life. I married both of them. The first one passed away, lost her too soon. But I just kind of said, that'll do. I'm going to I'm gonna marry this girl. So I was hanging around enjoying it. And one day my my mother-in-law came home and shoved me out the door. Just push me out there. Get outside. Go on the front porch. And I did. She slammed the door and she goes, go get your job, start building your career, do the things you say you're going to do now, and then you can come back. I was just freaking out. But oh my God, did I learn something too? Because I was highly motivated now to, to go out and do what I said I was going to do, and I did. And I've learned that over the years, that the door has to slam sometimes before you can get what you want. But as I began to do what I've done here, as I've worked with so many tens of thousands of people uh, now, certainly in the past 20 years, if not before that, people miss one challenge that, that is going to happen. When they decide to go for what I would call the get what I want life of their dreams. And it's okay to get what you want, by the way. Because you were born, right? When you were born, you took your first breath all by yourself. Yes, maybe the doctor slapped you on the ass. When you think about it, it's a really strange way to start life, getting slapped on the butt. But it's kind of a good metaphor for life when you think about it. And you breathe your entire life and then you let your last breath go at some point in time. You're in charge. You can get what you want, even if it's down to breathing. But one challenge people miss when they're going for what they want to go for in life is it's going to be difficult. It is. That's the bad news. We live in a time these days when a lot of folks are making it seem too easy. And that's frustrating. It lets you down. When you think things are going to be too easy, you think you can just go get it. When it doesn't happen, people freak. I don't want you to freak. I just want you to accept that life is going to be difficult. Now, the good news is once you do accept that, everything else gets easier. It's almost magical. When you just say, okay, it is what it is, bring it. I'll just deal with it. Everything gets easier. It's that fight, that struggle in between that makes it difficult. So as I've done my job over the years, I've noticed there are kind of two areas of pressure points when somebody goes for the get the life that I want kind of thing, right? Two pressure points. The first is the circumstances that drive you to do something different. It could be people. It could be situations. It could be frustration. It could be boredom. Whatever it happens to be. It could be good stuff, too. But it's that first level of, let's go, let's do something, something has to change, right? Even if it's good old-fashioned fear of missing out, FOMO. In any case, something has to change and that pressure begins to build. It's going to build and it's going to blow eventually. The second pressure point is kind of the opposite of that. That's the future in front of you. And maybe you feel that today. It could be people or situations. It could be frustration or boredom. It could be old-fashioned fear of missing out. FOMO could be anything. Wait a second, did I just say the same thing? I just said the same thing. People or situations, frustration or boredom, fear of missing out, FOMO, all kinds of things. Whether it's leaving what you want to get rid of or getting what you want to get, it's the same thing. Hmm. Seems kind of common sense to me, but I guess we don't take time to think about it that way. Yeah, the particulars may be different. But the same feeling is there, isn't it? You're being pushed away from your past. You're being pulled closer to your goals at the same time. You're getting closer. It should make things easier, right? But the actual feeling is this. It's like driving 100 mile per hour toward a great abyss that has formed right in front of you. It's all self-inflicted. There's more good news. Not every movie is Thelma and Louise. If you don't remember the ending of that, <laughs> go look at that one. So in times of transformation, life can seem at its most brutal and complicated. It really can. A little bit lost, a little drifting in the wind, trying to figure out what's going on. doesn't matter what it is, good, bad, makes no difference. Once you accept there is difficulty on both sides of this abyss you face, you can realize something. The change that you've asked for, the change you've wanted, the change you dreamed about, the thing that you wanted to go for, you haven't had the nerve to go for. Or somebody has said over time, you can't do that. What are you thinking? All that stuff. When things get kind of difficult and brutal and complicated and you feel like you can't figure it out, it's just about when you're going to figure it out. I can guarantee you one thing, your change has begun at that point. And there's only one thing you can do when the change has begun. You don't have to do it, by the way. Not at all. You can stay right where you are, but you stay in that frustrating place. It's no fun. But the one thing you can do is remember when you're going 100-mile-per-hour racing toward your dreams just a few minutes ago, that abyss was out in front of you, very soon the time will come when you when you will reach a point of no return. You'll feel it. You'll know it. It's, to me, it was that moment when my mother-in-law slammed the door in my face. I said, well, there is literally no return if I if I don't get my butt in gear and get my act together. So what do you do? You mash the accelerator to the floor, and you start racing toward your future. That's all you can do. That's all you want to do. That's all your heart is telling you to do. And you know you don't want to go backwards. You know you don't want to stay where you are because that horse is already out of the barn. Scary? A little bit. But accepting that it's scary and difficult is what gives you the freedom to go for what you want. As my late mother-in-law, her name was Ina. And kids call it Nina. As she would say to me, Scott, sometimes you have to slam the door behind you before you can open the door in front of you. I know it feels safer to open that door first. Keep feet on both sides. Well you split your attentions, when you split your commitment, you can't get either. You choose a side, you get your butt moving, and everything will be work out fine. Now, my mother-in-law didn't say it exactly like that. It's been a long time since she said those words to me, so I'm sure over time some of those words have become some of my words, and. I got to tell you, if she she knew what I had evolved into today after those days, I think she knew one day I would get there. But I think she would right now say, how the hell did that happen? Mm. It was her daughter. That was it. That's why it happened. I have to say, those are some sage words from a very wise lady. So in about a week or a week and a half, right in that area, the Operation Reinvention podcast will begin. You will be able to do that. I'll send you an email. And you will be able to click on a link, and it will install the new private, super-duper secret RSS feed available only to the people I send the email to. Nobody else in the world has to have that email to get it. That's going to come out. Make sure you look for it, and I'll see you tomorrow right here.